It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. We are in the ooh-la-la studios. We're talking about love and romance and dating. That's what this show is all about. Yes, it is. And, you know, you were, Simon, recently back home in France uh, visiting your dad. Celebrating his 89th birthday. That's amazing. Amazing. I mean... It was a long weekend. I had a great time. Bless your dad. 89 years. That's so great. But I was curious because we talk about dating all the time. Yeah. And I know you still have a lot of friends, um, females back home. Do they ever ask you what it's like to date American women as opposed to dating them or French women? The, the biggest <laughs> difference, though, here's here's the biggest difference, and American friends have asked me also, is that it's only a matter of relationship to the nudity. The French women have no worry about the nudity. They're, they're, not, they're very self-assured, yes. Yeah, it is no big deal. American women is a taboo when it comes to nudity. Yes. That's really the only difference. Well, and the second one, we cannot avoid this one. I've never heard an American woman finishing when she's really happy with... Ooh la la. Ooh never. La la. So, so that's how French women end up, if all goes well. And how do Americans end up, Angie, when it's really good? Um, yeah. Hopefully not making a sandwich in the kitchen for you. but No, but like what, what sound would you, would you say it is? Uh, I'm not gonna do this sound. Yeah, no, what so sound is it? No. Like, oh yeah, is that what it is? That, that sounds a bit Ooh, masculine. No, <laughs> no what sound? What? Give me a real oh, sound. Oh yes. Oh my God, Simon, you're so amazing. It's <laughs> the best I've ever had. Uh, there's a lot of moaning and groaning, and uh, God is mentioned a lot. I'm sure. And, 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 yes. And, and do you think the high pitch is that it got better, or the low pitch is better? Oh, the high pitch is definitely better, but sometimes you can't help what comes out. You know, <laughs> what comes out of your mouth during that time. Of course. Who knows? It could sound like a dying cat, uh, for all I know. But thank God nobody's taping it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully. What's that red light? No. Okay. Listen, <laughs> we have so much to talk about tonight. We'll come back on the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel, our French romance expert. Hello, Simon. Bonsoir, la belle Angie. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Thank you for being with us tonight. You know, we love to help solve relationship problems. You really, like Simon, have a way with people, opening them up. The things that, that people will tell you is amazing to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you, you could do that anytime at therendezvousshow.com if you want to send us an email or call us, mm-hmm. 855-905-8255. Let's go to the phones, Simon, we have from Reading, Pennsylvania, Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. Oh my gosh, Angie, I am such a fan of yours. Mm. I wasn't even expecting that. Hello. Wow, that's so nice. Oh my Thanks, gosh, Tiff. it's so great that you're back on in the Philly area. I'm uh, so yes, she is. I love back. Philly. Yes, I love she Philly. Is. What is up, Philly people? So, Tiffany, <laughs> what is going on with you? Um, you have a, a dilemma that you wanted to talk about. Yes. And I definitely need your help on this one. So I have a friend who is married and I don't support this, but she is having an affair um, on her husband. Mm -hmm. Um, And she, I guess, told her husband that she and I are currently away on a girl's trip, but we're not. She's actually away with the guy that she's cheating on her husband with right now. Man, drug you all into it. And I don't know how I got wrapped up into this, how I'm the one that she picked to go in on this with her, but she begged me and I just agreed to it. And now he is calling me off the chain and I, I I don't know what to do. 
That's tough. I mean, I it's not cool that she put you as a friend in that situation. I've actually been in that situation where I was the cover for a friend yeah. while she was out doing something else. What did you do? Well, I, I just I didn't answer my phone, but I think she kept using me as a cover and her husband started hating me because he thought that I was, you know, stealing her time away and always bringing her out and doing these things and I'm stuck here looking like the bad person. And I finally had to say to her, like, you stop using me because now you're going to ruin our relationship. He's not going to like you hanging out with me. What do you think she should do, Simon? Uh, Tiffany, I think that this time you cover, but for the last time. So uh, a true friend, a true like a brother or sister or cousin is, you know, we, we cover each other. So I think that one time you're now on the spot, either don't answer the phone. Don't have to lie. Just don't answer. Uh, that would be the, the best to do. So you don't have to lie. Right. And you can. And so I would tell your girlfriend what's happening right now i would well, not answer Simon, the phone. i actually want to tell her but I, I can't get in touch with her she's not answering my calls and he's calling me over and over and over well, again then and- you don't answer here's the thing you don't answer i don't want you to okay. lie but i don't mm. want you to betray your best friend and you also can't get involved in their stuff no. any more than you already are so you don't want to be that person you too. stay away you don't say anything you didn't know anything you don't answer the phone to him as soon as you talk to us, this is the last time because I don't want to be an accomplice to any of this. Right. But I covered you until this day. I got you back. But after that, what you're doing is your business. Don't involve me into it. Exactly right. But I don't want you to lie now. So all you have to do is not answer the phone. It's kind of simple, but it works. Try to avoid it until she gets back. And then you need to have a serious come to Jesus talk with her. Like, I'm not, this is, you're making me feel like I'm involved in an affair that it's not, has nothing to do with me. You know, you're my friend, but I don't, I don't co-sign on this and I don't want to be a part of it. Really let her know that it's going to ruin your friendship. It's, it sounds like it already is starting to. I, yeah. Tiffany, what, how do you feel about that? I mean, uh, first of all, I, Angie, I knew that you would have a solution to this. So thank you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's stressing me out that he's calling me so much, but right. I, I haven't answered the phone yet. So I guess I'm going to take Simon's advice and just keep ignoring the phone calls. And just when she comes back, like you said, Angie, we'll have a come to Jesus. And uh, I just got to tell her, you know, leave me out of this. How did yeah. I get drug into this? Yeah, it's not your responsibility to tell her husband anything about her whereabouts. It's not your responsibility to clean up her mess. Mm -hmm. And she's really like putting a a huge burden on you because now you have to carry this like ugly feeling like you're doing something wrong. Oh, my God, it's killing me. Yeah. So, no, don't let it kill you. You know, c'est la vie. All you have to do is not answer the phone. Don't answer the phone. It's not your problem. It's not. You know, have a great evening. Have a great night tonight. And tomorrow, it's not your problem. You, you know, you never lied to him. You didn't lie. You didn't let your friend down. You can sleep really, not, really good tonight after we've talked. That's after, true. after we've spoken. That's true. I think you're a good friend, and you're not going to do anything wrong and lie. So I agree with okay. that, Tiffany. Good luck to you. Bonne chance. Thanks, Thanks so much guys. for listening. And you know, next time I'm messing around, I'll make sure I call you so you can cover <laughs> for me. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> no, 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 no. Thanks so much, Tiffany. If you need any advice from us, Simon Marcel or myself, Angie Taylor, anytime at 855-905-8255. This is the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we were just uh, talking about covering for someone's affair. That is Mm -hmm. not a good idea, no matter what. And Mm -hmm. affairs, you know, in America are very scandalous to have an affair. Very scandalous. In France, it's like everyday life, right? Ah, it's back to Louis, you know, the 12th or 13th. I mean, it's not with the kings. They had mistresses, dukes, counts. You know, everybody had mistresses and lovers, you know, in Versailles. Mm-hmm. And then also that spread to the French people. Uh, it's something like, I know it's strange for American uh, people, but in France, you know, the happy hours is five to seven to meet your lovers or to meet your lover, your mistress. Right. It's not about getting drunk or having a drink with a friend. Uh, the difference is here, it's totally opposed to, you know, the righteousness. Right. In France, what's, op- what's the righteousness is not to be caught. To not be caught. Right. That's the disrespect. But it's understood, is it not? I mean... It is understood on a lifetime of being married that things like this can happen, but you cannot disrespect your husband or wife by being caught. And be, You don't want to parade around Never. your mistress. So, or, let me ask you a personal question. Mm-hmm. Have, have, do you know if your parents have ever had affairs, mistresses, lovers on the I side? I don't know. You don't know? No. You've never asked? They would never say. They would never tell but you. But no one would ever say. But you don't speak about it. I could ask don't my Don't ask, but... don't tell. No, don't, no it, it's because the French people would never ask that question. Right. That's it's, also it's gauche. You don't it, ask. It, yeah, it's it's something that it's accepted, understood, and unspoken. And, and if it happens, we don't divorce about it. Right. We divorce because you've, you've been caught and you've disrespected and your wife has to leave you right. or forgive you. Mm. Here, Angie, you married. So let me ask you this question about Ooh. affairs. Okay, do you expect on a lifetime of you and Jason mm-hmm. that if he if he goes on a business trip and you don't know about it? Okay, think. If would, I don't know, what I don't know, I don't know. But I want to I want to get more into that conversation. Me too, Angie. Because now I'm mad, and nothing's even happened. But now I find myself don't getting upset. Get mad. And my face is turning red. It is. And now I'm going to pull out my knives. Let's talk more about if my husband cheats on me, how I'm going to kill him. That's when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, you're getting me all fired up because we're talking about having affairs and what's Mm. accepted. In France. In France and what's accepted in the U.S., which there's usually not a lot of wiggle room when it comes to affairs in this country anyway. So I ask you that question, very direct, Angie. Mm -hmm. Do you expect for the lifetime of yours and Jason that he will never cheat on you? And if he did, hypothetically... And you don't know about it, but can you tell us that, or can, can you tell me that it's okay? One time. If it's a one-time mistake. In Vegas. In, oh, if it's a one-time mistake um, and it never happens again, well, yes, I'm sure I can forgive that if because you he's a human but, and I don't want to lose, you know, however many years of love and but all of that for it, nothing. Let, let, I'm trying to make you think like a French woman. If you don't know about it, well, if I philosophically, don't know, philosophically, one, right? Do you think it's okay that he would sleep with somebody else once? I mean, I don't, I don't want to. If if that only happened one time, then I don't want to know about it. Now, I don't. I would rather not know about it. Now, if it comes back to your ears, okay, because the French, well, then I would be upset. Crazy. I would be upset if it came back to my. We would have a big problem. Yes, if I found out, and he, you know, if I found out on the side. Of course I would be upset about it. Do you think that would be a deal breaker? I don't know. If the girl, That's a tough question. Let me give you that scenario. The if she g- comes to me. She comes to you and she said, you know mm-hmm. what? 
Here's what happened. Because now I can know what her face looks like. Yes. Now I can envision this for a long sure time. Can. And I, the last thing I see before she's dead is that face telling me that. <laughs> and then I see his face before he dies. <laughs> And then, you know, that's all I'm going to think about. I would have a big problem with that. I really, really would. I'd, I would love to say that, you know, I, I would have the wherewithal and be calm and, and work it out like adults, but I don't know that I would. Well, when we come back, I want to know I want to know from Jason what you think he would say if you did the ooh-la-la in his back. So Behind his back? Yeah. I want to I want to, I want to understand his oh, mind, too. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. When we come back. Okay, on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie taking your calls at 855-905-8255. Simon, before the uh, commercials, we were talking about um, affairs and the differences between the affairs in France where they're um, understood, accepted, just not spoken about, and affairs in America where there's really not a lot of wiggle room for affairs. People don't treat them quite the same way. Absolutely. And uh, you are trying to stir up some crap in my marriage, so no. let's talk about that. No, 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 no. <laughs> so so we have uh, Jason on the line. Bonjour, Jason, and thanks for joining us tonight. My husband, hello. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey. Oh, 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 he's so, ready to go. So he... <laughs> It's it's all good, Jason. So here's here's you know I come from France, and the rule is in France that you know it's understood, maybe even accepted on a on a long life marriage that maybe one time somebody will have a sleep or an accident, but you can never be caught. If you caught, you hang. There's divorces because of that. There's no forgiveness. My question to you right. about Angie is philosophically, can you envision her and give her like one pass, like you know? That 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 if you never know about it, that if she goes to Vegas or California or somewhere, and and she has a one-time thing, what's your reaction? Um, boy, that's a that's that's a tough one. I I think that I would it would ruin the marriage based on my trust of her. Um, mm-hmm. Not so much because of the physical act that I think I could get over, but then every time every time that she went somewhere. Or did anything? My my in my mind, I would be wondering if yeah. it was going but, to happen again. And, but Jason, and Jason, the thing I is, I have a type of. So, sorry, the thing is, the question is, you don't know. We're talking philosophically. Do you think she's gonna never, never cheat on you? That's what I'm, the French knows. In France, it's accepted, understood. It might happen. Do you think when you said I do, she said I do, that Angie will never stray on you ever? Oh man. Um, what? Why are you, Why is there even a pause? Let him answer. Okay. Well, <laughs> well it's, it, it, the, the answer is kind of in parts, I guess. Like, no, I don't think that, that she, I don't have it in my mind that she would ever cheat on me. And, mm-hmm. and, and it would be difficult for me to even imagine it happening. But at the same time, I can also envision a situation where something could happen, um, you know, there's, there's a small, very small percentage <laughs> that something could happen, and I wouldn't want to know about it. Um, that's that's the thing. What you don't one know. Time thing. Yeah. Right. But, like I feel like I feel like telling if it was a one-time thing and you really regret it, I would feel like not t- like telling me would just be rubbing it'd my be nose. It'd be worse. Um, so Jason, Jason, one last question: Should should you tell Angie if you slip? Should I tell Angie if I do it? Yeah. yeah if, if you, you slip, if you slip, I don't no, want because I would you better die. Not. 
Yeah, he would he, be dead. He would be dead. He well, knows. He, so listen. He, he just answer as a Frenchman, <laughs> and now that I know he's a bit French, that's right. what the French say: the eyes who do not see do not cry. If you coat, you hang. Right. I just incriminated myself on national radio as well. So I mean, right. there you go. It's okay, Angie. I, I've always yeah. said, Simon, that when Angie kills me, when Angie kills me. Uh, it won't be a slow process. Like she's not going to stick a knife in my neck and let me bleed out. It's going to be, it's going to be a quick, painless death. Well, hopefully not. Hopefully <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. Let's not even talk about. It. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. I love you. Thanks. Thanks. Keeping your pants you and everything. Thank, thank you, Jason. <laughs> Angie. Yep, yes. I uh, see. Uh, we answered the same, so that makes me feel good. But um, Simon, you know, you give great advice. You you are very thought provoking with these questions sometimes. But hey, we have more advice to give. We're mm-hmm. gonna do bonjour, Simon Marcel. Yes, bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. It's time. Yes, we'll do that when we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. And the website, simonandangie.com, is where you can go to send in any emails, questions. If you need some advice on love and dating and romance, that's what we're here for yes. in the Oulala studio. Yes, indeed. Bonsoir. A bonsoir. And Simon, this brings us to our segment. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonjour. So the question is from Juliana from Long Beach, California. She says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Juliana. I heard you guys talk. Talking, and the guy I'm dating is covering for his best friend who's been cheating on his wife for years. Mm-hmm. He lies for him and everything. Do you think that's a good quality because he's a good friend or a red flag because he's lying? See, I would be a little suspicious, I guess, of my own man if he was going to cover for somebody for that long of a time. Like, how do you value relationships? What do you think about that, Simon? Yeah, uh, Juliana, I think that it's like being an accomplice of a crime. It's a moral crime to cheat. So uh, my policy on this is I cover you once and then I tell you I don't want to hear about it. Mm -hmm. I'm not the cover for a crime. You come to me once if I'm your friend, your brother, if I'm your family, if I'm your lover, I'm here for you 100%. Yeah. One time. One time. But if somebody covers over and over and over, it's somebody who thinks it's acceptable and will ask the same thing from the friend. And they're almost facilitating the whole affair because they're the ones that are allowing that to sort because, of... And it's be, give and take, Angie, yeah. which means your man who's covering for his friend will ask his friend to cover for him. Yeah, and how are you feeling about relationships if you're devaluing their relationship so much that you continue to do this for years, not just once. So I Listen, I, I don't like it. Cheating is like stealing. It's a moral crime. And and it's 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 stealing somebody's heart. Oh. That's what it does. And their trust All right? and cheating their respect. is yes. stealing somebody's heart. It is. You're so right. So I would watch out for that one, Juliana. Yes, Thanks for yeah. sending in your question. Anytime you can send yours in to Simon and Angie.com. More of the rendezvous mm-hmm. when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our email is simonandangie.com as well. You can send in any questions if you need advice, love, dating, relationships, you name it, mm-hmm. the sexy time, whatever. Uh, <laughs> also, we do a segment called Date or Dump. We're going to do that right now. Date or Dump. Yes. Where you send in an email. If you have, uh, you're on the fence about your relationship, you don't know if you should continue to date or you should dump that person, ask us. We'll shoot you straight. We'll tell you. So. Right. 
Our data dump right now comes from Adriana. That's my daughter's name. Adriana from Haddonfield, New Jersey. She says, hey, Simon and Angie, I've been dating this guy for a couple months, and we just had our first vacation together. It's the first time we've spent seven nights, days together, and I think it exposed a lot. First of all, he went to the bathroom without ever flushing the toilet, so I'd walk into a gross surprise every morning. I I told him to flush. He said I was being immature about it. He also never let me lay by the pool and relax. He was constantly pushing me to go hiking, go ziplining, go ATVing. It was exhausting. I feel like he's inconsiderate. Is this a sign of things to come? Should I date or (laughs) dump this guy? I feel like you can find a lot about people out on vacation. What do you think, Simon? Adriana, I mean, it's a big dump because... Literally. uh, In the toilet. No, I mean... I mean, because vacations are the best that we'll ever have Best time you'll ever have in every relationship. Vacation, great weekends. That's if, a great point. Right. I mean, that's the rest of the time, every day, as you know, Angie, every day is not as exotic or sexy because it's every day. Right. So if that's your first seven days of vacation. And it's the first time they've ever been on a vacation. Uh, don't go back with the dude. I agree. I so, I think I'm with Simon on this one. It's your first vacation. It's supposed to be the sexiest one. It's so. the first and the last vacation with that dude, I tell you that. I say dump. Simon says. Dump even quicker. Dump, dump. Anyway, <laughs> there you have it. Move on to somebody else that is yes. more considerate. Yes, okay. absolutely. Thanks for sending your email, Adriana. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie coming up. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. 855-905-8255 for all your love, romance, dating, sex, any questions, any advice you need. Simon and I are here for you. In, in fact, we just did an email, a date or dump email by yes. Adriana, who uh, went on vacation for the first time with her mm-hmm. boyfriend. He was completely inappropriate and rude and mm. disrespectful. I know vacations are a really good time to feel out what that person's going to be like on a day-to-day basis because you're doing nights and days and you're kind of like stuck in one room together in Mm -hmm. one place where you don't know anybody but each other so but at its best at it's supposed to be at its best well because vacation you're not working you don't deal with your boss you don't deal with employment you don't deal with traffic you don't deal with you know no exactly it's sun and fun and food and yes see sex and sun see sex and sun that's my three s's a vacation. I yeah. like that. Sea, sun, and sex, or sea, sex, sea, and sun. sex, and sun. And not necessarily in one order or another, but <laughs> no, no, all of it. All of it at the same time. Um, Preferably. I, I, I love going on vacations with my husband. I think if you vacation well together, it's really important. I love once we get to the vacation, but the process of leaving our home. And going to that place is always where a drama happens with me what and do you my mean? husband. Like at the airport? The airport. Why? What's the big deal? He's so like, Ugh, like he gets anxiety at airports. Oh, he does. Yeah, he, he's he, afraid of flying. He's not afraid of flying. He flies every week for work. He's but he is kind of claustrophobic. He doesn't like being around like huge millions of people all oh, around. Oh, security and stuff. Yeah, he gets like really like edgy, um, and so it drives <laughs> me crazy. And I, for some reason, he loses all sense of direction when he's in the airport. He doesn't know where he's go- like it's he blacks out or something. And really? It, yeah. And I'm super efficient at the airport. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. Like blah blah blah. Let's go. Um, but he gets stressed out. Um, but I just know that if I keep my mouth shut and like let it go. That once we get on the plane and we're on our way, we're all good. But yeah, that process is kind of 
And when he gets there, is he all good? Then he chills. We we okay. vacation a little bit differently. I'm more of a lay out by the pool, read a book, um, have a nice fruity drink, and he's a little bit more active. So I'll do some of those things with him, but he's also like cool doing it do on think, his own. Do you think it's annoying that, uh, or it's not annoying to not do things together in vacation? Because some no, some friends of mine find it selfish if you say. Oh, you know, like I want to go play ping pong, and why don't you spend time with me at the beach? Well, we've been at the beach for three hours, my dear. So yeah, stuff like that. Oh, I want to go. Play. So what is the limit? I, I think it depends on what you agree to, really, like what you guys both like. But I know some people do feel that way that it's selfish. But guilt trip. I I'm not like that at all because it's also my vacation, and I want to do what I want to do to relax because you're supposed to be there to relax. And you know, if and what chill. if what relaxes me doesn't relax my husband, I don't want to force him to do something that he doesn't want to do either. You know, we're on vacation together. But we're also trying to take time, you know, to reset ourselves yes. mo- emotionally, mentally, physically, like relax. So have you ever, ever told Jason you're not spending enough time with me on vacation? Never, 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 because I don't want him also by the pool poking me every five minutes going, I'm bored. It's hot out here. I'm getting too much sun. Do you want to go back? Do you want to? It's like, just go, you know, do what you want to do. You're very what, mature. You're very mature. What about you? Do you insist on when no, you're on vacation? I, do you feel like you have to do everything together? Absolutely not. I'm, I'm kind of like you on that one. I just... I just chill and, and I can read for hours and all that. So I'm pretty quiet, actually. Right. I'm kind um, of like that in life. I don't feel like I have to do every single thing with my husband. He can, you know, so we have our own lives and we have, you know, our life together. But I think some people, and that's why they they, they should get to, together like that, some people need company all the time. Some people cannot some people be alone, mm-hmm. right? And that you have to figure out when you start dating somebody very early on. Yeah, if There's they're uncomfortable some, alone. And you know how you know that? You know that because... When they are single, they've been dating right before you met them and right after the other. Those people have relationships constantly. Yeah. They, they, cannot... they don't have five minutes. Like, no. Think about J-Lo. Like Jennifer Lopez is somebody like that constantly, always. Yeah. But there are some relationship tests. Like a vacation is a great relationship test, I think. Let's talk about some of the relationship tests that strong couples can survive. It means you're going to be okay. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. That's coming up next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we were talking about vacationing together as a couple. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's your first vacation or you go on vacations all the time. And that can be a real, you know, struggle for some people. I I feel like you can learn a lot about your relationship on a vacation. There are some other tests of your relationship that strong couples will survive. Okay. Um, And they have this list here. It's when you ask your partner what they want for dinner and they say, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I have to say. That happens a lot in our house. What do you want for dinner? I don't know. What do you want? I don't know. You pick. Okay, I want pizza. No, I don't want pizza. It's like, well, what do you want? Like (laughs) the back and forth on that. And then two hours later, we still haven't eaten anything. And now we are hangry. We're all grumpy. Grumpy. Yeah, because of that. So you got to like. But wait a minute. Okay, so talking about vacation and food, who do you think should order? Who? You should order for yourself. You order for yourself? You expect him to order for you? No, I order for myself. And does it bother you if he takes too much time ordering food and he doesn't know what he wants? No, because he never really does have that problem. He knows what he wants. He's he's a hungry man. He's always ready to eat whatever's in front of him. So luckily that's not a problem. Uh, A road trip that takes more than two hours is a good sort of gauge like if you have somebody that wants to sleep the whole time or that talks your ear off the entire time oh, I've had that. or a backseat driver that's telling you that you're not driving right oh no, no that's the worst yes uh, the first time you have a drunken overblown fight about something 
you could never even describe to another human being. That fight will be about nothing. It always is. I have these fights at least once a month with my <laughs> husband. It's the drunk fight. I mean, there's a lot of these relationship tests. Let's let's keep on that okay. because yeah. there's more. And I'll tell you all about the fun drunk fights that I we have. I want to hear that, yeah. <laughs> That's coming up on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Now we're talking about relationship tests that strong couples can survive. If you know of one test you can think of in your relationship that you're like, man, if we got through that, we'll get through anything. Give us a call. We want to hear about Mm -hmm. it. 855-905-8255. Simon, before uh, we were talking about the fight that you have when you're drunk, and it's always about nothing. It's about something stupid, and then you wake up the next day, and you're hungover, and you feel like an idiot because you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe we fought about that. Give me an example because I've never been drunk in my life, and I've never had a drunk fight in my whole life. Like, for some reason, I'm so adamant, and I'm so adamant that I'm right and that I know what I'm angry about. I have every reason to be— But how does it start? Like, the last one you Like, it'll be something like, oh, I saw you look at that girl— like three times in the restaurant, like she's blonde. Oh no, you like blondes? I'm not blonde. Is that what you want? You want to be with a blonde? Like it'll go somewhere so stupid, and then he'll get mad, and I'll get mad, and uh. and is he drunk too at the same time? So both no, of you have to be drunk. Maybe not. I don't or maybe know. Maybe you are. I'm the one that's usually more of the like. I Initiator. like to pick. I like to pick. Yeah, I like to pick fights when I'm drunk. I and don't how know do why. You stop the fight. Um, I pass out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, he's smart in those situations. He knows that it's like a drunken nothing, and he'll walk away. And then, yeah, I'll wake up the next day, and there's a lot of apologizing. Um, another relationship <laughs> test is meeting the parents. That's a big one. Oh, yes. Ooh, especially if the family is, like, rude or mean or weird. Like Uptight. It's uptight. That can be really, really rough. Um, let's see. Finding your first place together and decorating it. Decorating styles can be very different. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if he wants to hang moose heads and, like, Bud Light signs all over the house and she wants a nice floral wallpaper. I I think that men have to give in to women about decorating the house. We all have to give in. You think so? Oh, I know so. Ideally, it would be nice to have your input, too, but if you are the hang a moose head type, then I don't need your input. (laughs) No, but I've noticed that. I mean, women always write about decoration. You don't want to even start an argument about decoration. Uh, I can agree with that pretty much. Um, Let's take some calls on this, too. Uh, When we come back. Relationship tests on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hey, Simon Marcel. Hey, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. So we've been talking about relationship stressors, tests on your relationship, things like meeting the parents for the first time, going on that first vacation can be really stressful. You can Mm -hmm. find out a lot. And uh, we're taking calls. We're taking calls all the time, actually. Mm 855-905-8255 if you want to comment on that or anything else. Let's go to the phones from Clearwater, Florida. Say hello to Vicky. Bonjour, Vicky. Hi, guys. Hi, Vicky. First of all, I want to say I love your show. I listen thank all the you. time. I love you both. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. How's it going? Do you have a, a comment on our little topic about stressful times in your relationship? Do you have any stressors that you want to talk about? I do. I think, you know, it, it might sound weird, but I think a really good test for your relationship, something that I've been through, is like playing a game with somebody you're dating. Like, like, what do you mean? Like, uh, Monopoly? Game? Like, for example, like, our, uh, like my last relationship, we actually broke up because the guy I was dating was so bad at, like, losing. Like, we would oh. play a game, and I would win, and he would, like, throw tantrums. Like, literally. It, it's crazy, it but I've ridiculous. heard... I've, 
I've heard about this from other people as well, like playing Monopoly or something like a game. Yeah. But my husband and I get in the biggest fight. So we have uh, our two best friends, uh, Jerry and Bianca. They come over. We play this card game all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's called golf, but it's a card game. Okay. And we're, you know, having a couple of cocktails. We all play this game. It's something fun to do. However, the guys get it in their head to start cheat. They cheat all the time. They, what? they try to throw the girls off and I get so mad. It's like subliminal cheating. <laughs> like they're trying to get me to forget numbers that I'm supposed to be remembering and I get so angry and they love doing it. I hate it. Wow. I hate it, hate it. So I get the I get the game thing. Was there a particular game, Vicky, or was it just Funny. all the games that you play? It was actually miniature golf, you guys. He thought I what? was cheating, first of all. What? Yeah, he thought I was cheating. I don't even know how you cheat at miniature golf, but he accused me of cheating. Then you're you're not counting all your literally... strokes. Yeah, you're not counting all your strokes or something. Exactly. Mini golf. <laughs> it, I love miniature golf. It was golf. terrible. He threw the golf club, and I threw him out. Like, that was it. I couldn't even he... take it anymore. Some some people are super competitive like that. Sore loser, right? Sore loser. Sore losers. Yeah, totally. even, even if it's somebody that you love. And have been married to for eight years. You're still a cheater and a sore loser when you play cards. <laughs> you know, it, it's a, and Vicky, I'm glad you brought this story because I think it shows that people have not grown grown up. Yeah. I mean, it's like being a kid, like a like a brat, right? But but competition is a, is is hard for some people. Like if people grow up playing sports their whole life, they're a really competitive person. Sometimes it's hard to disconnect. But not with that you're your supposed mate. to be having fun. But not with your mate. The or... lines get blurred a little bit. Did you, I mean, if you're playing ping pong, Simon, you're yeah. you're an, you're an avid ping pong. Yes, I you're, am. You're a fierce competitor. <laughs> I mean, Simon puts on the wrist pads and he is serious. <laughs> Simon is Forrest Gump on the table. Oh, I don't know. So if you're playing with someone and you feel like they're cheating or like you're arguing about points, wouldn't you get a little like... Yes, but if it's somebody I'm dating, okay, if I play with a, a woman and she would beat me, mm -hmm. I, would, I would be like impressed. I would be fascinated. What if she? What if you thought she was cheating? Well, that's a different story. See? But I would not accuse her because you can't really cheat in ping pong, but I would, I think if I saw she was cheating, then it, it would be a different discussion. Uh -huh. But I love the idea to do what Vicky said, to go do, have a sports or do a game because it really shows emotionally where your partner stands. And it can be sometimes, exactly. I think, I think it could be a metaphor for other things in life that you're going to fight yes. about. If you're fighting about stuff like mini golf. Or ping pong. Or because he thinks you're cheating, like, is he paranoid? Like, does he think you're going to cheat doing other things? Like, cheat on him? Like, where does that all go? But I, I agree. I get, I get the competitive vibe, I have to say. I do understand that. But that's extreme, Vicky. I think yeah. you did the mm -hmm. right thing. Yeah, throwing <laughs> the, the, the golf, you know, what do you call it? The golf? Uh, the golf club. Golf, golf club. club, yeah. Vicky, you can come golf anytime, okay? Yeah. <laughs> or ping you. pong with me. Yes, or play ping pong. And Simon <laughs> won't cheat, he promises. Thank you so much for calling, Vicky. Thanks, Vicky. Thank you, guys. Thanks. More coming up on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had an amazing show tonight, Simon. Yep. I love hanging out with you. Thank you, um, Angel. Yeah, we talked about affairs. Uh, we talked to my husband. <laughs> uh, he's been put on notice. He knows he will die. <laughs> uh, we were talking about vacationing and, 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 and Angie, tests. And yeah. I love the honesty. If you haven't heard that part because you were not in your car, not listening to us, <laughs> go back to simonandangie.com. Listen to our podcast. Because there is a really unique discussion between Angie and her husband about, about cheating. cheating. And, and really, if you've missed that part of the show, 
Go listen to our podcast. Yeah. Well, Simon, you're so great because you sprung that one on us, but it was interesting <laughs> well, to hear. Was... My husband had me panicked for a minute. I was he starting did. to sweat. I started to sweat he a little did, bit. He did, but he, 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 yeah, he, he did good. But when we were talking about cheating, you had a great Simon Says of the night. Thanks, Angie. No, I said cheating is stealing someone's heart. Yes. And cheating, like stealing, is a moral crime, mm-hmm. right? It's really stealing somebody's trust, emotion, somebody's even faith in you. Yes. So, you know, we, we all say it's a shame to steal. It's the same we should say about cheating. It's a, sh- it's a shame to cheat, well, stealing somebody's heart. If in some countries they chop your hand off for stealing, what should we chop off for cheating? No, don't even go there, please. We don't uh-huh. need man to stop be worried. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Let's okay. stop the chop chop <laughs> or the chip chip. The chop chop, none of that. Well, thank you for that, Simon Says. I think that's so true and so smart. Also on our website, you can catch Simon, his FYI show, In Bed with Simon, that's those right. back episodes as well. They're all on our website. Uh, every- scenes of them. 14 episodes. Everything's on the website. So Everything. Go send us an email from the website. You can do it all. Catch up at simonandangie.com. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.